0: Welcome to the Jacksonville Bar Association's podcast. My name is Craig Shoup. I'm the Executive Director of the Jacksonville Bar Association. We are excited to have Amber Donnelly join us today. Amber is a solo practitioner practicing in the areas of family law, guardianship, probate, and estate planning. Amber is a past president of the D.W. Perkins Bar Association and is the 2021 2022 Vice Chair of the Jacksonville Bar Association's Law Day Committee. Before we get started, I do want to say thank you to our Jacksonville Bar Association sponsors. These sponsors include Ameris Bank, Dex Imaging, Dixon Hughes Goodman, Member Benefits, Mulholland Investigation and Computer Forensics, Orange Legal, a Veritex company, Florida Lawyers Mutual Insurance Company, YFAST Networks, Charles Van Consulting, CH Mediation, Ullman Wealth Partners, Diamonds Direct, and Scarlet Group. We do have a quick message from one of our sponsors, Angela Merritt, with Dex Imaging. Hi, my name is Angela Merritt and I'm with Dex Imaging. We are a provider of solutions for copiers, printers, scanning solutions, document management, and specialized with helping law firms. We've been a long term partner of the Jacksonville Bar Association and very honored
1: to be able to be a partner with this organization. You can reach me by calling 904 419 0211. Have a great day.
0: Thank you, Angela. We appreciate your support and the support of all of our sponsors of the Jacksonville Bar Association. Well, Amber, welcome.
1: Thank you so much for this opportunity, Craig. I'm, I'm excited to be here.
0: We're glad to have you with us. So I know you grew up in Miami. Tell us a little bit about growing up in Miami and your childhood there.
1: So I grew up in Miami in an unincorporated area called Carroll City, raised by my single mom uh, who raised nine children, and I'm number eight out of the nine. So growing up in Miami was never a dull moment. So much to do there, so rich in culture and activities, and uh, it helped to build who I am today because I was exposed to so many great things.
0: So how is how is that area different than Jacksonville and, I may, and even Orange Park? I know your office is in Clay County.
1: Yes, it is very different. I will say one of the differences is just that the pace of life. In Miami, you're going nonstop. There's always so much to do, so many options, so much stimuli coming at you. And here it's more laid back, more, more relaxed, a, a great place to raise a family. And so um, definitely some differences that I miss, but I enjoy being able to raise my family here.
0: That's great. Um, we know we love having you here in Jacksonville. So I do know you began your professional life as a teacher. Tell me about being a teacher.
1: Yes, so I taught fifth grade for five years. My bachelor's degree is actually in elementary education. And so I had an opportunity to teach Title I students in Kissimmee and in Lakeland. And I, it was a childhood dream to be a teacher, but I always knew it would be short-term, because long-term it was to become an attorney. But I enjoyed being able to deposit into the lives of those, those children and hopefully make a difference uh, on a day-to-day basis.
0: What drew you to the law?
1: Being an attorney was something that I wanted to do since I was in elementary school. I didn't know any attorneys, no one in my family even graduated from college, but it was just something at an early age, whenever anyone asked, what do you want to do? I always said I wanted to be a lawyer, and I never lost sight of that. In high school, I was in a legal and public affairs magnet program. Um, Even when I became a teacher, I still knew I wanted to go to law school, and there was a pivotal moment while I was teaching, my fifth graders. I had my students create a career project where they had to research the career they wanted to go into. They had to create a PowerPoint presentation, and these were fifth grade babies that were able to do it. And they had to dress up in that profession and present on their career. And one of my students, Michael Williams, came to me and said, when you were our age, what did you say you wanted to be? And that took me right back to being an elementary student who always said I wanted to be a lawyer. And after that conversation with him, I started to prepare for the LSAT. I started to attend law school fairs and apply for law school.
0: You still talk to him?
1: I don't still, I, I don't communicate with him anymore, but I remember
0: that moment very vividly. That, that's so powerful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what brought you to Jacksonville and Orange Park and greater Northeast Florida?
1: I decided to relocate my family, so I resigned from my job as a teacher, uprooted my family to move here to pursue my career as an attorney. So I attended Florida Coastal School of Law, and after graduating from Florida Coastal, I had a job opportunity, which a lot of students didn't have, and so I decided to stay here and kind of never really look back and have been able to build in this community and hopefully contribute in a positive way.
0: I think you definitely have from all your work with Perkins and the Jacks Bar. It's been it's been great. Um, so tell me, what is your favorite memory from either a case or something you maybe you've tried or been involved in or in a litigation side? What's your or, or maybe there's a, a special estate or probate matter you handled? Mm-hmm. What's what's the great memory there? So
1: I have so many great memories because I get to work with people in the areas that I practice. I'm not representing a business or an entity or, you know, uh, uh, the state or the city. I'm representing people and being able to make a difference in their lives. And then sometimes in some really tough situations. But one case that really uh, stands out to me is a, a, a paternity case that I worked on where dad was just wanting to establish his rights. We knew, he knew he was the father, but the child was born outside of a marriage, and so he needed to take steps to be legally recognized as the father, to be able to exercise time with his child, to pay child support and things like that. And at the end of the paternity trial, he just had this sigh of relief and appreciation because he could legally be recognized as dad. That was all he wanted. And, and now he had the court backing him up saying he was dead, he had rights, and could be actively involved in his child's life. And so for some that may seem like something small, but for him that was tremendous, and I was glad to be a part of that.
0: That's fabulous. Um, so tell me about your involvement over the years in the Jacksonville Bar and why you think it's important to be part of the Jack's Bar. I know you're part of our lawyer referral service. you Been a a steady person on that for many years and take a ton of cases. Yes. Tell us a little bit about all that involvement.
1: So there's two parts. The the LRS, the Lawyer Referral Service. So initially when I started my own practice six years ago, I was really trying to identify different ways to get clients, to be quite honest. And so the Lawyer Lawyer Referral Service acted as a way to be able to tap into the folks that need legal advice And I was able to provide them with consultations. I think the agreement is um, for 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. to be honest. All of my consultations are an hour. Uh, And and, and, in doing so, I'm able to provide people access to an attorney that they may not have otherwise, at least for a consultation. And then some of those folks are able to retain me and, and pay my fees, and I can work on their cases. But it really allowed me to build my practice because I had a flow of folks coming in, and it just really got to the point where my practice was fine, and I still continue to be a part of it, and sometimes people come through LRS who can't afford my services, and I take their case pro bono just to be of
0: service. You're definitely a great leader in our community for doing things like that. Um, So one of the couple other questions we always ask all the folks coming on this podcast, what advice do you have for attorneys who are either new to the practice of law or new to practicing in the Fourth Circuit that you would uh, want them to know?
1: For individuals that are new to the practice of law or even new to the circuit, I cannot emphasize enough the importance of networking and getting involved in getting to know people here. Being able to establish a network of people that you can call if you have a question or call if you're thinking about an idea for a bar event and you want to get it done, um, having that network in the community is so important. For me, as we already mentioned, I'm from Miami, so I moved here with no family. I had a hope and a dream of becoming a lawyer, and that was it. (laughs) And so the folks that became my extended family were individuals that I met through bar associations, through church, through my, my children and things like that. And so it's important to have a network of people that you can um, grow and develop with professionally and personally. So that would be my number one advice. Um, Number two would be, Rome wasn't built in a day and neither is your legal career, (laughs) which is one of my quotes from the Daily Record. It's a a day-to-day process in building your career. So focus on honing your craft, focus on being professional and civil, and focus on being the best attorney that you can
0: possibly be. That's so important for our attorneys, again, new to the practice and new to the Fourth Circuit. And we've always been known here as a very professional and collegial bar, um, not always in other parts of the state. Uh, I know our judges always say, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably a little biased here as well, that we have one of the best bars in the state here for sure.
1: I would definitely agree with that. My involvement in the community, legal community, extends throughout the state of Florida. I've been involved in Florida bar committees. I'm a proud product of the Florida Bar Leadership Academy, and so I get to meet so many attorneys throughout the state and to travel the state, and I'm pretty biased, too. We're we're pretty awesome up here in Northeast Florida, and so don't take it for granted that you can just pick up the phone and call an opposing counsel. And introduce yourself and try to set the tone for the case and also don't feel like you're you're always up in arms even though your adversaries in the legal profession I have a a practice of reaching out to opposing attorneys especially people I don't know when I'm on a case just to introduce myself just to chit-chat about the case not to have a debate not to you know say this is what my clients gonna get but just to say hello I'm Amber I'm your opposing counsel I hope that we can resolve this for our clients and and move things forward
0: that's such great advice for sure so one of our last questions we ask folks and this is I'm a little bit of a foodie myself (laughs) so I'm I'm taking notes as we take all of these what are some favorite restaurants you like to go to with your family and what is our favorite restaurant or so that you like to if you need to take a client somewhere that you would take them to I know maybe you got a few Clay County spots for me to look into. <laughs> yes. what, what, do you, what do you got for me?
1: So I will say for my family, and people must know, I, I, now I'm in between preschool and college, so I have a 3-year-old and an 18-year-old. So dinner is, is, is not fine dining <laughs> when we take the 3-year-old. Uh, but places we like to go as a family. Biscotti's is a really mm-hmm. good restaurant. We're in the Jacksonville area. And then in Clay County, place uh, a, a, a place I like to take people is Irie Diner if you like Caribbean food. And so it's owned by an individual who's from the Caribbean. The chef is amazing. Everything is fresh and cooked to order. So if you like Caribbean or are willing to try it, come out to Clay County for Irie Diner.
0: Right. Place you go with a client?
1: So I really don't take my clients out to eat <laughs> because of the nature of my, my business. But if, if I were to entertain a client, um, let's see. I think Biscotti's is still a good
0: place. Biscotti's well, is a great yeah, spot. Yeah, you can't
1: go wrong with Biscotti's.
0: No. Well, um, anything else, Amber, you think folks should know? Know from you? Know about practice? Uh, what's a, if someone's looking for, to make a referral to you for the family law or estate or any of those areas of your practice, what's the best way for folks to get a hold of you?
1: So the best way to get a hold of me, two ways, my uh, website, which is donleylawfirm.com, D-O-N-L-E-Y, lawfirm.com. My phone number is 904-265-5422. And again, my areas of practice are family law, probate, guardianship, and estate planning. And Just one tidbit I would like to leave folks with um, is that as attorneys, people are entrusting us with some pretty serious matters, and what we do, really matter. So take what we do seriously, do your best for folks, and um, hopefully be in position to make a huge difference in those, the, the lives of the folks that come through your door.
0: That's such great advice. I want to thank you, Amber, for joining us today. We're excited to continue this podcast series. If you're interested in being on this podcast, please reach out to the Jacksonville Bar Association office. We'd love to have you. Uh, with that, we bid you a great day.